What's up, y'all? It's your boy. Watch this. Give me a beat. You're listening to the Afro Beats podcast. Garden table content inspired by culture and soul. What's up, y'all? It's your boy Chris from Afro Beats back at it again. And today's episode is a throwback episode where I kind of collabed with Engaged Ecology, this amazing nonprofit. Um, this group, Jake and the crew, are a friend of the podcast. They've uh, been riding with me for a couple of years now, and I had to come through when they asked me to come on their platform and talk about abundance. So that's exactly what we did. We talked about how you can use the space you have to grow, you know, despite the odds. And uh, yeah, this was a really amazing, you know, engagement. So I'll let you guys get right into it. Oh, but before that, there is a meditative practice that I decided to keep in this episode. So if you have time, sit back, relax and go through it with us and, you know, take a deep breath. But uh, this is a good one. So enjoy. Stay tuned. So let's find a tall seat. Feeling our sit bones, our feet, anything touching a surface to feel it root down right now. Root into those connection points. We're going to take three breaths together at our own pace. Deep breaths in and find some opening. Find some opening in your back as you breathe. Create space in your body. Close your eyes. Continue to stay connected to your breath. Breathing in deeply. Begin to find yourself in a lush and abundant garden. For you, this may be a vegetable garden. Maybe it's an orchard or a food forest. Let this fertile garden enter your mind. Really see it. Begin to notice what's growing there. Noticing the details of these plants around you. Noticing the sky and the ground around them. taking account of what's growing, noticing any pollinators or bees, butterflies that are buzzing around in the garden, helping it grow. Bring your awareness to the history of this garden, realizing that you planted this garden and tended it. You saved the seeds, you prepped the beds, 
you watered it, and you pruned it. Feeling this satisfaction knowing that you've spent months or maybe years tending this garden that you're in. Feeling that satisfaction, that gratitude, begin to receive from this garden by reaching out and grabbing or picking gently a fresh fruit or vegetable off a tree or off a vine. Reaching out, picking this delicious, perfect fruit, feeling it in your hand, feeling this anticipation of the sweetness that's to come. Feeling the energy that the plant put into this to make for you, for all to share. And take that fruit or vegetable up to your mouth and take a healthy bite out of it. Really taste that fruit, fruit of the land and of your labor. Maybe the juices run down your face a little bit, but it's so sweet tasting this fruit enjoying it, continuing to breathe here as you finish your fruit, you come back to, a, to your seat to enjoying this garden you grew, noticing how you feel surrounded by this abundance, surrounded by this beautiful ecosystem. Noticing where that feeling is in your body. Finding that feeling, remembering it, holding it here for another moment, realizing we can take this out, this feeling of abundance, of sweetness into the rest of our program and our experience and our day today. So gently bring that feeling, bring your consciousness back to this group, to this call, Staying with your breath, staying present. Take a little time just to come back to the screen gradually into to our group slowly. Take a really last big deep breath in together. 
and just really let it out whoo, with the sound maybe. Ha! Ah. Directing that energy, that abundance that you've generated out to this community. Abundance is meant to be shared, so share it. You grew. Thank you, yes. And yeah, I'm really grateful to be sharing this abundance with you and with Christian today. And in a minute, I'll pass it to him and just want to share that I've gotten, I've been fortunate to work with Christian for, I've known him for almost two years and we planted some great gardens together and done some, some projects. And I really love his podcast. I want to shout that out right away. I, I just, his, um, he'll take uh, African diaspora cultures, crops, uh, cuisines, and he'll make them accessible. And it's fascinating. He'll go into the history and he makes it all like really fun and gives great gardening tips. So I, if you haven't checked out Afrobeats podcast, highly recommend that. But Christian's just a really uh, amazing garden educator and friend and chef. I love his food too. And yeah, I'm just, and I've had some requests to talk about container gardening. We haven't touched on that at all yet. And so Christian like brought that idea right away on his own was let's sharing about some of the container gardens he's passionate about. And I see a container garden as another way to welcome abundance, another way to, to bring in uh, some fertility in your life. Uh, and so, yeah, without any more uh, introduction, I'm going to pass it over to Christian to talk about himself and story in container gardens. Yeah, yeah, thank you, thank so, you so much, much Jake. Jake. That's uh, thank you for that that meditation practice. I feel very calm now. I'm not gonna lie, I was a little nervous before, but now I'm I'm good to go. So appreciate it. Um, yeah, so my name is uh, Christian Riddick. Like Jake said, I'm a garden and table educator, but I also do other things such as host um, the Afro Beats podcast, which is a podcast that is celebrating garden to table content inspired by soul and culture. We take stories of the African diaspora and explore culture through the lens of uh, food and plants, basically, giving people the knowledge on plants that allow them to live their best lives. And so we have, you know, other chefs on there. We have uh, land cultivators and people who are just all about culture because there is no um, culture without agriculture. On top of that, I'm also the on-site uh, program manager at the Washington Youth Garden in the National Arboretum. So I facilitate um, sprout programming, which is field trips that teaches um, ages K through five um, grades, garden basics, it could be nutrition, it could be composting. And I also run a summer youth program called Green Ambassadors, where we take youth and give them leadership opportunities in the garden to serve their greater community. So that's just an overall idea of what I do. I do a lot more, but uh, that's the basic gist of it. Um, I want to talk a little bit about my journey before we get into the self-watering container uh, garden because it's just very interesting. I think I'm an ambassador for, you know, if you have the will to garden, if you have the mindset of abundance and making the best at what you have, then you can really take something and um, expand on it. So my start as a grower uh, really only started as early as three years ago. I was living in Boston um, doing service work and I ran into this business called Fresh Truck and Fresh Truck is this organization that converts school buses into gardens and go around into food apartheid, food deserts, whatever you choose to call it, and serve the community by giving fresh produce out from this converted bus. And so once I got to work with the organization, I was like, wow, there's really power in growing food 
and um, doing something at home. So as soon as I hooked up with the organization, I said, I'm going to start growing stuff at home. So I grew my um, first thing and I actually want to show you uh, a screen here. Let me see if I can show you an example of what my first thing I grew was. Um, but I started growing in Boston and from that, I understood like, wow, there's power in growing food, there's power in um, doing different things. And so the first thing I ever grew was um, like a radish, but this is a, this is something I've grown in the window. I don't know if you guys, can you see this at all? Do you guys see that picture? Is it coming through? Okay. Um, so I started growing stuff in my window like this. Um, this is a eggplant um, that I grew uh, a long time ago, um, just from a, actually like a six inch pot. I really had no clue what I was doing. I was just growing just to see what I could grow. And I luckily had some success with like growing different things like that. Um, I also grew like more abundant things such as uh, this kind of window garden here. And you can see there's a bunch of different things such as, um, you know, different herbs. There's a tomato plant in there. There's, you know, succulents, just different things, seeing what I could do to like maximize the space I had. Cause I didn't technically have uh, quote unquote space for gardening. A lot of people think you need a little bit of land to grow, um, but I did have a window and I did have a heart for growing. And so from that, I kind of showed this and really went forward with that. And so when I talk about abundance and I talk about how I got to where I am, I really, my story has been about taking advantage of opportunities. When I came back from Boston, back to DC area where I'm from, I became a teacher and a garden coordinator at this school called Minor Elementary School. And basically through that, I coordinate with different nonprofits around the area and see how could I learn the most I can. And so I took classes at UDC on Master Gardening. I volunteered at different, you know, organizations and really uh, got my feet wet through those organizations. And so that's, that's where I am um, as of now. Uh, I also love connecting food back to the land and seeing how can I take the culinary experience of the African diaspora and connect that to growing food because we need to know that connection with our farmers, with us actually putting our hands in the soil to know what good food really is. And that shouldn't be dictated based on, you know, just what your zip code is. If you have some type of window, if you have just a little bit of space, you can you can really make that work. And so I wanted to show you guys and get into the uh, self-watering um, containers that I'm starting. And so I'm gonna switch over to a different screen. And do you guys see this self-watering container right now? You got that? Okay. So this is the project I'm working on. This is from a book called The uh, Vegetable Container Garden, I believe. And all the resources I'm going to talk about today, Jake is also going to link later up. But this is a storage bin. This is your, your standard storage bin you can get from Walmart, um, Home Depot. I believe they're probably like five, maybe six dollars a pop at most. And basically, I took a storage container and converted it to a, a garden bed. And so if you have any space on wherever you live to put this type of container, you can grow uh, so much food. Right now, I'm starting a 
root box uh, with this container, and it includes uh, beets, radishes, and carrots. And I probably have like four beets, like nine carrots, and like 19 different types of radishes all in this box uh, because there is a, a, a watering system. And I'll walk you through the steps of what this actually looks like to get to this final product. So I'm just gonna go back through the steps here and I'll start from the beginning. Okay, so for this, what you'll need is, one, you're gonna need a storage bin. So again, go into Walmart, Home Depot, $5, get that storage bin. You're gonna need some type of downspout or plastic uh, drainage pipe. So you can find this at Home Depot. Usually they'll have it like really, really long. I'm talking, uh, I don't know, like 12, 12 footers, uh, 10 footers. You can get them to cut um, your drainage pipe at Home Depot. You're gonna need a caulk gun, which is um, something you use to kind of as an adhesive for these pieces that you're gonna be putting in your, your container garden. Um, some type of cutting utensil, like a hacksaw, I extremely advise to get uh, metal cutting shears because they cut best through the container. Um, then you'll need a marker and then a drill with a one and one fourth bit. So what this looks like is you're taking, I'm not gonna go deep, deep into the weeds of this because we will give you this resource, but you're taking the gutter spout that you used and you're cutting it into pieces, creating about six different pieces. And in these pieces, this is where the soil is going to go inside of the gutter pieces. And you're actually creating what we call a wick system uh, to get the water to the rest of the soil in the garden bed. So when you're cutting these pieces into five pieces or so, you're measuring, you're lining it up with your storage container and really seeing what is your fake bottom going to be for the soil you're actually going to put. So I've been measuring how many gallons of water this can hold and it can go anywhere from depending on the container this is like a standard 18 gallon container it could go from anywhere from two to three gallons of water which is great especially if you don't have time to go in water you know every day you can really let the water kind of sit there and let the soil wick up the water as uh, time goes. So when you know, um, when you start growing, you get more advanced in growing technique, you know things like tomatoes, they need probably like a gallon of water a day. They're, they're water suckers, they, they suck up a lot of um, resources. So this is a great way, instead of like trying to give your tomatoes uh, water every day, um, you can create a reservoir of water and the tomatoes will take what they need as they go. And so, once you get that measured out, you're creating a fake bottom actually with the top. So really utilizing all the resources you have and you're cutting based off of the ending of the, the storage container. You're also putting holes inside of these pieces because that will allow water to get to the soil. So let me show you what it looks like once you fill it. So these are the six uh, drainage pipes that we cut and we leveled out. And now they're cutting holes into that fake bottom or that top container to show you what that actually looks like. And you're also creating a, cutting a hole on the side so when it rains and your soil is draining the water, it filters out any water that's extra. So you're not waterlogging your soil or your plants. So there's a hole being created. Uh, let me see. So this is just filling up those wicks with water. These have holes in them. And then you're putting a 
your fake bottom or your your lid on the bottom and that is what it looks like pretty much at the end you fill up your soil and you put whatever plants you want if you want transplants if you want a direct seed you can do it like that so the type of soil i'm using is uh, actually through cultivate the city i'm using a coconut core um, mix and i know you guys have used this as well jake and the and the rest of the team um, it's a combination i don't know what's your guys ratio but i do like an equal parts uh coconut core which is the uh fibers of you know coconut waste product and it comes in a dehydrated cube form and you have to water it and break it down um, so it really spreads out and then I use um, an equal amount of uh, rice husk and an equal amount of organic matter like a compost. I don't know, Jake, do you have anything you want to add to that specific type of mix? What do you guys do? Yeah, we do the same mix. And actually, I, I kind of want to make a video after this showing people how to make that mix because it's a really Absolutely. important uh, thing Absolutely. to know. And it's really like, maybe we'll do it next Friday. I think we'll make another, we'll, we'll cover that. Yeah. Maybe a good one for us to do on here. And I'm also realizing too that we'll, that was a really beautiful description of how to create that and we'll make it a YouTube clip so people can Absolutely. just do that again if they want to go through and get the, get the process down. Um, yeah, absolutely. This is just like an overview of what this possibly could look like. And there's other types of containers you can do with the system. If you get this down, you can do all types of different types of containers. So it's not just, if you don't want to commit to an 18 gallon container, you can take a five gallon, you can take your Home Depot bucket and convert that into a self-watering system too. So these same principles can be used on a smaller scale. Yeah. I love how, um, I'm just noticing how movable these things are. And I think I haven't really built one just like this. I'm going to try it. And it's great to fill in. I know some people on the call have built a few raised beds maybe, but maybe have some spots in the garden where they get sun part of the year only. Sure, sure. If you're in an urban environment, especially uh, you're working with uh, changing light, you might want to move your garden based on the light. So there's a lot of advantages to this. So Absolutely. Also, we've had uh, about people leaving town too, Christian. Mm. So you leave this for a long time, right? Yeah. Uh, right now, I'm in Alexandria, and I just put some seeds in my garden bed, and I filled it up. I put about two or three gallons of water in there, and it'll be fine when I return in four or five days. So, nice. yeah, it'll definitely last you at least a, a week, depending on the plant. You know, because some plants, like I said, tomatoes need gallons a day, but you can plan that ahead of time. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we could definitely go into this more. Um, but when we talk about abundance, like this is what I'm talking about, using the space you do have and using it to the max potential. If, if you have the will to grow, you can find a way. Well, that's it for today, y'all. That's it. That's, that's a wrap. So go ahead and go to iTunes, you know, give me boy five stars, throw a little comment in there. We're trying to get better each and every week. So if you're feeling your boy, go ahead and take care of that. Share this podcast with your fellow foodies and gardeners, and I'll talk to y'all next week. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. And remember, keep moving to the beat of your own drum. Talk to you later, fam. Peace.